Yeah, gas is $7 a gallon, which is not cool, but I got a little hack. I got gas for $1.50 last night. Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, I did break down on the way home because I can't afford to fill up my car, but... I saw in North Carolina, gas is $4.25, but minimum wage is only $7.50. So these people have to work two or three hours just to afford, or they would have to, they would need multiple hours of gas, or that isn't, it's not good. I mean, this isn't good. Gas is skyrocketing. The price of wheat is going up, which we all understand, right? Look what's happening to our country. We should have built that pipeline, you know? Well, I, that, it, wouldn't, it would have been ready for like years. We'd still be screwed right now. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anything. I just kind of read the headlines and call it good. But really, that's why I got an electric car a while back. I told her I to get one. I mean, these people are complaining about spending $30 more on gas, and I'm telling you to buy a $40,000 vehicle, but... I mean, get with the times. I don't know what to do. If this is how it's gonna be, then so be it, right? I'm just getting, getting my way through things with puns, you know? Um, Ukraine, do it! Actually, I didn't, that felt discriminatory in multiple ways, so... Cut that out, probably. Thanks. <laughs> Are you fracking kidding me? <laughs> What's up with the gas prices? USS, are you for real? Tour, get your tickets now. Are you for real tour? Mm, yes. Nice segue. Um, have you filled up your gas yet? Uh, I never leave my house, so <laughs> I'm in a lucky situation. But I, we're going to turn the heater down. We don't okay. need that pumping. No more fireplace. Sorry. Because the fireplace. Because it's gas. Got it. Got yeah, it. Got it. Got it. Your I'm, gas place then. My yeah. gas place. Well, I've I, been trying to quiet that down. But as you get older, yeah, you know. It's harder it's to. Harder to Kind you know. of bring that in. I need to check if I've even paid my gas bill. I think I'm, you know. Okay. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's been pretty cheap for me. So, yeah, we're all dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all have our issues with it. We're back. Correct opinions. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for listening. You know, tell your friends, review us, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, we're going to get into today's episode. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Correct opinions. Correct opinions. You got to build that pipeline, huh? You know, just whip that up in a few months. Problem solved. I, I think you just take some concrete, shape it into a cylinder and just run it. From Alaska to here. Ayo. No problem. Thank you for the gasoline. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know anything about anything. I just, <laughs> we were talking about that. Um, some poor soul is just laying, laying pipes and roads for miles and end. I mean, it's really shocking. I can't even imagine like now, yeah, construction takes forever because they're like, they're repaving a road. <clears throat> but back in the day, just imagine just like building a railroad. <clears throat> Yeah, like I would have been, been no help. And just like, where? what are we doing? Yeah, just lay this track. This huge thing is going to run off it. Where are we going? I don't know, south for a little bit. What, what kind of project? What kind of job do you think you would have had, uh, you know, 600 years ago? Hmm. Well, what would you contribute to your uh, society? 600 years ago. Do we have the printing press yet? No. Dang it. Well, um, were you going to be a writer? Yeah, I think I would have been a... A little Shakespeare. Old English journalist. Oh, I would we, worked for the all, paper. All of our kids would have been reading triplet. <laughs> you have to a sonnet, a triplet sonnet. Yeah, yeah. What would a triplet sonnet be? Mm, well, just a couple lines. Yeah, thanks for asking. Because one, I'm familiar with the format of a sonnet, and two, I already have a few in mind. So, um, triplet sonnet would go something like this: Here nor there, not anywhere, but somewhere. <laughs> That's where we're going. One clink, fish, clink. Two oh, fish. <laughs> It was going to be about the railroad, oh. um, but that's all you get for now. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, yeah, I, I might have. Uh, I roofed one summer. Excuse what me. Were you talking? What was that? What the job you said? We were just talking. Uh, roof. Oh, you roof. Roofed. I roofed. I I was I had a roughing job. For... Yeah, they called us uh, roofies. <laughs> so I was a roofie. Yeah. I, we you know we used to, I was very heavily involved in roofies. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the job. I a lot would of people wear- looked at us weird when I told them that when I got to college. I would, you know, meet girls at parties, but like, you know. What are you up to? A lot of roofing. Mm-hmm. You? Roofing? Roof? Yeah. You ever you ever met a roofie? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I always say I never met a roofie I didn't like. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> Why the long face? Oh, uh, yeah. 40 bucks an hour they paid me. Hard work. <laughs> hard work. Yeah. I would always wear kind of a light uh, orange, kind of a pink shirt. Uh, we went by the Coral Roofers. Uh, mm. It was fun. The moms enjoyed it. Yeah. That's cute. The Coral Roof. Coral yeah. was in. Mm-hmm. They loved it, but yeah, no, I did uh, for a mission trip. I did some roofing, <clears throat> roof. Oh yeah, ro- ro- I went on that? top of a house for a week. It was the hottest. I think I was at the peak of the hottest your body can get while still surviving. I Fire almost went over the edge. Yeah, about 134 <laughs> degrees. Can we share the gospel with air conditioning, please? I think the message is still the same, whether I stayed on top of a black tar house for eight hours or not. Mm-hmm. They're like you. I mean, that's amazing. The conversions. This, these people are just they're just falling falling on their feet for the Lord. Like people, no, they're just passing out from heat exhaustion. The spirit is moving. The spirit is moving, and it's also wait. Now it's kind of lifeless. Okay, now it's not moving at all. Oh no, no! Let's get up some water. Moved too much. Get some holy water. Maybe some wine. I don't know. 
I, I actually, I'm not churched. I'm one of the people he's here for. So just get him something. Maybe an ambulance. Yeah, but I went on one mission trip where we did that, and it was a little different than the mission trip where we painted. Uh, that one was a little easier. Bible is still the same, but I sweat way less. Painting, yeah. Yeah. Painted a, a triplet. Painted a triplet, yeah, yeah. It was kind of a hieroglyphs of my poetry. I went on another mission trip one time where I swear they were just like, oh, I forgot they were coming. Uh, we got to oh. just find something for them to do. Oh. Seriously, one time there was like, take that dirt. You see how that dirt's in a pile? Move it over there. And it's like, I feel like next week when a bunch of other white kids come, you're just going to have to move them back to move that. Move back. Yeah. So That's what we do. When the, the white men from the north comes and we just move the dirt around. It's a very funny game. Uh-huh. I've, I've tried to do some local serving in my community. Mm. Found uh, some good places. But sometimes you show up, you know, like, Show up for two hours and they're like, uh, "Could you break down those boxes right there?" Like, <laughs> okay. And five minutes go by. You're like, what else? You're like, could you, could you just like broom the floor? I'm like, I don't. Were you prepared for? I yeah. I was. Just, I thought people. The fact that you said broom instead of sweep shows me that yeah. you don't know a ton yeah. what's going on. So okay. That'll happen. Hey, you want to go ahead and towel down the counters? Do you mean clean the counters? Okay, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. All right. I don't get the showers. Not... <laughs> Whatever you think. Yeah, that's funny. It just I feel like I did uh what what is that called? Meals a million. Million meals a what is it? That uh I'm a million a million a millions for millions. A million a million here. A million there. Yeah. So you can help money meals on wheels. Yeah. Or maybe it was meals on wheels. Huh. Huh. No way of knowing. Well, basically, <laughs> I stuffed food into Do homeless people's mouths. Yeah, kind of a farm to table kind of thing. This is called farm to mouth. Mm-hmm. Just takes out the middleman. You, you baby birded? I'm the middleman. Um, but yeah, I would just take it out of my mouth. They would come into my nest. I'd say, open up. And they would say, are you my dentist? I'd say, today I am. Meals and I'd wheels. plop it in there. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about now? Man, you have you uh, you been at a stoplight next to a homeless person in a while? Every time I come to your house. Okay. Yeah. They like to hang there. But it's it's tricky. You know, I, I, sometimes I really smile and wave, but I don't want to fake them out. Because <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I can't give to them every time. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm no There's stranger. a gas station across the street. This last time I talked to the horn, I pointed to the prices. <laughs> like, we're all on the same boat. No. Uh, but the, have you ever read stuff where they're like, people like, don't help them. It's actually more helpful if you don't help them. You ever heard that take? That's the same. I'll tell you who's saying no, that. Very, yeah. That's the same person who's saying that is telling me about intermittent fasting. And they <laughs> say, you know, the best part is you can eat whatever you want. Yeah. I'm like, I've never seen seems, a skinny person tell me I can eat whatever I want. It's too good to be true. Because the bad part of me wants to ignore them, but I know I shouldn't. But you're saying it's actually better <laughs> if you do exactly what you want. I'm like, I don't believe oh, any of this. Oh, that's cool. Because... Think about all those other times where you're just instinctual human nature is actually exactly what you should be doing. It's just like all those other times. Oh, right. Definitely go with your gut. Go with your instinctual, okay. innate gut. Katie, I meant what I said earlier. <laughs> I take it. I take the apology back. You don't I look as right. good in that dress. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I look. It just popped out of my mouth. And you know what? I've learned that that's right. And I want to eat Think some cake. Think after you speak. Yeah. <laughs> Think after you speak. I want some cake. But Make it. But at, for only from 2 to 8 p.m. But I can ex- have as much cake as I want. And I expect you to make it. And I expect to lose Drop weight. Drop everything. 
We got to go with this. <laughs> I believe these people. Wait, oh, who, there's who's some saying... left over? Give it to homeless people? No! That is the last thing we should be doing. That would be unhelpful to them somehow. The hungrier, the better. Is what someone told me. <laughs> Make some yeah. work for it. No, definitely probably uh, help the homeless people. That's probably a good... That's probably a good universal rule just across the board. I just think you got to give them the right things. Sometimes money isn't the best thing you can give them. Sometimes, I don't know, yeah, they want a dirty needle isn't the best thing you can give them. Mm. Clean needle. This is a, is this, are we talking about vaccine? Yes. Give them, go ahead and give them three. First shot, second <laughs> shot, booster. Let them do whatever you want with it. No, actually, I was in Vancouver one time. They really do do that. It was a government program where they give homeless or honestly, whoever, it's like a clean needle program. It's like, hey, we know you're going to like use regardless. Let's like keep you healthier. That's I don't know how it's extreme. working for them. But yeah, I was like, this is an interesting thought. One's like, don't help them with anything. The other's like, just go ahead and just, hey, we're going to. Let's, let's have a weekend. If they're going to get this sketchy meth, might as well Heisenberg this stuff and <laughs> give them the breast product. <laughs> let's, I mean. Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not fully aware with that either. I don't know. It's like my tax dollars are going to. Clean needle? Okay. Could that scientist maybe work on, like, cancer or something? Like, he's booked with... No, he can't. Yeah. I've heard the best thing you can do is probably give them, like, warm clothing, socks, or had food. A, I had an old uh, Michael Coors jacket I got on a Cyber Monday in 2011. Okay. Great jacket for me. Okay. You know, you get married and they start to be. she starts to be like, do we still need this jacket? I'm it's like, lime green. I thought I would wear it for the rest of time. <laughs> And so we gave it to a homeless guy, and he was very thankful. And the thing is warm and pretty stylish. So if you see, uh, if you catch a homeless guy in a slick pea coat, you're welcome. I kind of like, there's certain things in life, and I'm not saying that we should y utilize homeless people in like a fun geocaching type of way. But there are fun things like this where like, I've given very specific things to like Salvation Armies or like Goodwills, where it's like, Someday someone's going to find this and be like, wow, your face is all over the shirt. You're like, ah, okay, they found it. You see the same thing in college. We would write things on the backs of turtle shells, and then some other people find it. You gave it. a homeless guy a turtle? No, I didn't. No, no. The turtles you are free. You gave a homeless guy a turtle. <laughs> You're like, come over here, man. Hey. This is you Jerry. Hungry? Yeah. What on earth? We write like our phone number or something on the back of a turtle. And then you Did like. Did it work? Yeah. The people would find it. Like, hey, I found your turtle. Like, hey. Fun fact, not mine. Where is he, though? Like, whoa, that's two miles yeah. away. Hey, screw you. Stop riding Sharpie over turtles. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He likes it. Is he it. alive? Yes. Well. Well, yeah. Maybe that's why he ran two miles. He's faster, His yeah. back's on fire. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was shocking how far away they'd get. So I like to leave a little, just a little Hansel and Gretel of life. Speaking of, I I got um, hit up. There was some counterfeit Do Less God Bless merch in a, someone's local Goodwill. Oh, I thought you were going to say the golf ball because that's another thing I'm well, doing I was, too. I was supposed to bring okay, it up okay. too. But I got, it's funny, I don't bring it up, but there's a lot of fake Do Less God Bless merch out there that we trademarked it and hopefully that situation is remedied. Oh, but I, when we started doing shows, people would, big fans would pop up and like, Do Less God Bless. I'm oh, like, yeah. that's not. I don't recognize that Did font. you get that on Amazon? That says Do Less people God Bless. Were, yeah. People not were, even right. People were undercutting me, dude. <laughs> And so someone dropped it at Goodwill. Maybe they learned like this. I'm not supporting this counterfeit stuff. I saw one that said, do less, Allah bless. Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, how do they not notice? Yeah, that, you know, they teach their own. Yeah. Allah bless. Yeah, that was weird. Do less, God bless, baby. And, and then I got tagged. Someone said, my husband came home from a round of golf and he found this. It was a golf ball with my face on it. Yeah. And I was like, that's hilarious. Who made that? Katie reminded me, Did was that your golf ball? So I think this is me. I think this is my fault. <laughs> 
Well, there's a fan <laughs> on the golf course you played at. You played with the golf ball with my face on it? Yeah, so I meant to give them to you, and, and they and all ended up in my it? bag. And it turns even... out, I guess I lost a golf ball. That's sh- so shocking. Or did you see that with my stupid face on it? You're like, my gosh, I'm off this weekend. <laughs> Throw it into the ditch. I don't want to work today. You, like, it's Saturday. Bury it in a sand bunker. <laughs> oh, that that is still fun. Well, I guess some, uh, some fan played around and, and discovered the ball with my face on it. For a while there, I was like, someone out there is just... Such a fan, they're like, I need to print this guy's face on a ball and go play. But it makes more sense. They gifted it. Only three of them exist in the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, that guy has one of them. Dude, I was literally talking about this. I went and played golf like last week, just like nine holes somewhere. And I got paired up with two random dudes. I didn't have any golf balls in my bag. I'm like, geez, this is kind of embarrassing. You know, they're like, who's on your, uh, who's on your golf ball there? My boss. (laughs) They asked you? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, let's see. What does he do? Dude. Uh, He just kind of runs around and. Women's outfits, and I film them, and I'm just going to tee off now. Is that cool? (laughs) (laughs) But no, we had the same conversation because I think, I don't know if I lost the golf ball or not, but we were joking. We're like, someone's going to find that someday. And we're like, yeah, what a funny thing for someone to find. And then it happened like two days later on Instagram. Yeah, what are the odds that someone finds it that they know who it is? Well, on a golf course, they're pretty much all upper middle class white people so pretty good actually. somewhat likely i love when people say what a small world it's like everyone i know is exactly like me yeah <laughs> so i don't you know we you wouldn't believe this we went to new york and we we started like befriending people and a friend of friend of friend knows you what a small world they were also from middle oklahoma they were also raised in the southern baptist convention in a and went to they summered at lake houses can you believe that? Can you believe? And you yeah. know him. <laughs> <laughs> it is a small world out there. And then you I've know, never gets... met a Jewish person. <laughs> what gets paired with that is people uh, incorrectly saying like, that is just so ironic. Isn't that? Oh, no. That's, that's so wrong. That's there needs not the to use be of that word. Backwardness for irony. The firehouse needs to burn down. Um, the police officer needs to get arrested. Something yeah. like that. What, you and I... Dude, are we wearing the same outfit? Oh, how ironic is that? That's so funny. We're both wearing black. <laughs> that's ironic. People love using irony. Get a grip, way. everyone. That's not how you use it. That's a yeah. coincidence. Take it from the old English writer. I think <laughs> he knows how. He's a bit of a wordsmith. I think I would know. All right. Three three biggest words you know. Go. Oh. Uh, oh, hi- oh, uh. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? It's like that game. He said, uh, he said, uh, that counts. Yeah. Catch Three biggest phrase. words you know. You've asked me this before on the podcast because you have words that you're proud of. I don't have them ready to go, okay? Let me think of some. Do I that. like using serendipity. I know how to use that, and I'm proud of it. Hypertension. And probably Adirondack. I don't know what that word means. I don't know where, what part of my brain that just came from. That's a, I mean, that's a long one. Thanks. Several syllables. <laughs> Thanks. I don't even know what it means. I think it might be a type of... Just say it. Throw it in your chambers. Huh. My back is killing me. Too much Adirondack. Yeah. You think that makes sense? I mean, he, she was being, she was full of Adirondack. Yeah. It, yeah, it means uh, arrogant, I believe. See the Adirondack on her? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to use it. Mm-hmm. I haven't found it yet. I'm not too, ad, I'm not too Adirondack, Adirondack. I'm not too Adirondack <laughs> to help the homeless. Here's my Michael Kors coat. I might go with just a, just a t-shirt today. Weather's a little bit more on the mile. A little Adirondack today. Mm-hmm. Slip that in your convos. <laughs> See how it goes for you. Yeah. 
Um, people people won't question it. They'll just be like, man, that's that's a cool big word. I don't know. I got to play it cool. He's nailing that. Context clues. Yeah. I don't know what that word means. Uh, so you... Anyway. You had a golf weekend. Yes. I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Phoenix proper? Or was no. that Scottsdale? Uh, Peoria. Fun word. A lot Illinois. of vowels. <laughs> Beautiful. Wait, is, is that like a golf place? Uh, that's where my friend's parents live. Okay. So that'll do it. That'll work. Uh, went to Whataburger every night. I mean, when you're in Phoenix, you gotta. Uh, went to Panda Express for lunch yesterday. Yeah, I love what, how you when y'all travel, you're like, let's just experience the the local food scene. We were making that joke. We walked into Panda. We're like, man, it smells good in here. I wish we had this in Kansas City. <laughs> Man, it's good when you, you come do, in. You, you want to try maybe a nice little gastro pub or something? No. I think that was the only. I think I saw an Instagram story. You guys went to a BJ's, maybe. Whoa, you know BJ's? Wait, oh. how in the world do you know that that was a BJ's? It said BJ's. There was like, oh. it was on the table. There was a large uh, one of those flyers they sent on every table that says "Welcome to BJ's." Okay, I first think. of all, I didn't know it was a chain. Second of all, I thought you were having like a Rain Man moment. You never been to you BJ's just before? Saw the decorations. Did you get the pazuki? The, the k- k- bait? What's it called? Oh uh, yeah, Scott got a pazuki. I didn't know that. That I, okay. This is a chain. You didn't know it was a chain. Yeah, no, love, that's Jake. Jake comes home. He's like, guys. You all right. Can't. I know we've been doing Panda. We've been doing Whataburger, but I think it's time we treat ourselves. I found this local spot. That people are raving about Cracker Barrel, BJ, yeah. <laughs> uh, Checkers, BJ's, yeah, BJ's is the chain. Yep, not where I come from. Well, I think it's always a clue when you go to a restaurant and the menu is the size everything. of a small novel. Dude, it's it was robust. I, it's overwhelming. Yeah, well, I grew up one in Oklahoma. It was a treat. I remember we discovered it. Had a little trend where I'd go there a few times with friends. You're like. My gosh, we're going to BJ's. What a treat. You get that pazuki, man. Maybe one time you have a, a shrimp pasta. Maybe you get a burger. Maybe you go in there with quesadillas. Yeah. Whoa, Asian food back here too? United Let's Nations. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It's a good time. Uh, What'd you get? I got Mac some chicken parm. Okay, a little Italian. With mashed potatoes. With... Italian par- chicken parm with mashed potatoes? Do those usually go together? Oh, of course. Okay. When you're here, your family at BJ's with broccoli. <clears throat> Good for you. Thank you. Mix it in some greens. What What did the table get? I'd like to hear a nice variety. <laughs> we have chicken parm, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, Isaac got some like medium rare burger with no onions. Mm-hmm. Not an onion guy. Um, Luke was going to get a pizza because they said 50% of pizzas on Monday night. Luke went into it saying, now are any of the pizzas not 50% off? She said, nope, every single one of them. He's like, great. I will take this certain pizza. She's like, you know what? Now that you said that, I think that might be the one pizza that's not 50% off. So well, I was like, well, good one, lady. Shelly, you told us they were all half off. <laughs> I mean, we, we just went over this. Uh, no, that was kind of funny. So I don't remember what he ended up. He had an audible last second, called a hot route, got something else. And then uh, Scott, I just remember he ended up with the caramel cookie pazuki and i had a bite of that it yeah. was good i don't know it's what he nice. got for the main meal just treating yourself for that that's so funny you, d- you thought it was some fabulous phoenix yeah, establishment i thought it was just a, a nice Ridge. establishment it was great it's uh it's it's a less frilly cheesecake factory you know huh that's what i think you're ready to cheesecake factory? that is a chain as well i don't know if you <laughs> thought you're like no way i've i've been scared to go there it seems like so fancy i thought it was gonna be this blue collar i thought it was like a museum i thought it was an actual factory like do i need to wear like a hard hat or like some old jeans so why is everyone so they want to see the process so bad i don't really going to a factory at 8 30 at night that's you know weird. what's you no know it's one of the lamest things to do 
You ever done? You ever done a brewery tour? Never. Pe- people love. You ever done that, Derek? People love to do a nice brewery tour. Like so, those are the vats of beer. There, just trust us. It's in there. You can't see through it. And those white bearded men make it. And um, who wants to try one? And you're like, why'd I pay fifty dollars for the? Enjoy their beard. Um, I was just looking it up. The one time I've been to Cheesecake Factory, mm-hmm. it was in Los Angeles. And I <laughs> you're, you're, you go to LA, you're like, they have some nice restaurants out here. The factories are huge. And I sat next to this kid. You recognize him? Um, Dang it. God, maybe. Good. Okay, basically, he was just a kid at the time. Well, he's still a kid. But yeah, he, was... he waited at your table at that age. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? He was a savant when it comes to serving. Do you recognize him, Derek? No. No, he doesn't either. Okay, it's all good. Basically, we just you sit pretty close at the old cheese fact, and so we just got to know the people sitting next to us, and it was a mom and a son, and it was like, what are you doing out here? It's like, we're he's trying to be an actor. And it's like, oh, that's so fun. Like, what are you working on? And like, well, we just got an audition for a movie that like Will Ferrell is like the executive producer in. It's like, sweet. That's cool. awesome. I've heard of him. What, I love what, him. And what cheesecake are you going with? And what? Buddy? <laughs> Raspberry? Good for you. <laughs> good, buddy. Keep it up. Keep it up. Don't give up. Oh, dude. That, or, Chase sorry. that dream, pal. Well, one thing at a time. Basically, this dude ends up getting the gig. Uh, the show was Dead to Me on Netflix. Christina Applegate. Will Ferrell is the executive producer. Yeah. He kills it. He's like in two seasons. I think they're shooting a third one right now. He was also in the latest. The kid on uh, Dead to Me. Yes. That's a great show. I watched it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the little boy in there. Like the cute little kid. Okay. And he's in. He was in the most recent It, like clown movie. I didn't see it, but he's in there. Um, and so that's my one Cheesecake Factory experience. I sat next to Luke Rossler. It was awesome. Sweet LA, kid. Man. Awesome mom. You always see someone. I know. So here's your sign. If you're looking for a sign to go to the Cheesecake Factory, there it is. Have you ever come across a famous person in L.A. besides the little cheesecake boy? Uh, yeah, Jordan Sparks. So really, <laughs> you tell me. We're at. Uh, on a little coffee date with a girl and. Uh, I don't remember the part. Learned her name. Learned she won American Idol. So, so, and I was like, I've heard of it. Is that a big deal? And she's like, kind of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you must be really popular now. And she was like, kind of. You're kind of taking my breath away. She's like, would you say you have no air? And I was like, look, I don't. So how <laughs> do you expect me? Okay. So a uh, coffee great. shop, Saul Jordan Sparks. Yeah. And um, the girls on a date with us is like, <clears throat> we should probably say something to her. I was like. No, no. <laughs> hey, do, I don't. I hate to interrupt the date, but let's go talk to this girl. Okay. So you left her alone, or you did? You I was. I was very much team. I think she's good. You know, I think she's probably fine over there. She's like, no, I kind of like have an. I kind of know her or whatever, and she kind of did to, to give her credit. The girl I was hanging with was one Miss Washington, so was on Miss America, and when she was competing in Miss America, Jordan Sparks was one of the judges. Mm. So she was like. Jordan, you judged my body. Remember that? Yeah. Jordan's like, totally. Yeah. Lift up your skirt. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That I was you. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, oh, Jake, first date. So what do you think of her body? <laughs> yes, we're both. We're, we're kind of both judging, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I'm um, hoping to get to the uh, nightgown part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck, Jake. I gave her an eight out of 10. Um, she did not win the competition, but. Not even close. You know, maybe she'll win your heart. I judged her body. Uh, it is, you really do run into him. I was at a coffee shop with yeah, what about you? Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper once. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Loved him in his uh, Star is Born. Judged his body. Yeah. 
didn't talk to him. Of course, uh, Russell Westbrook was at restaurant. Was that one? Oh wow, yours are better than mine. Well, you go to the. Uh, I went to a low key coffee shop and he was there chilling. Uh, really, Bradley Cooper. But then Russell That's Westbrook, cool. I went to catch. You've heard of this? Yeah, right? yeah. That's we like, went to it in uh, San Diego. It's only I guess only famous people go there. But uh, you know, I went with some people that said we should go. It's kind of fun, but I, you're kind of bound to see someone. It's really? a very annoying place to go. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I saw LeBron James once. It was at an exhibition basketball game. I paid thirty five dollars to go. He was really far away. Okay, but that's he was good, there. Yeah. It was good to see him. He was wearing his jersey too. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no way, that's definitely LeBron, man." Yeah, yeah. That is that is cool. You've been in the same room as LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always forget that. Fun fact about asking it, yeah. me, like celebrities, and I'm like, "Oh shoot, I forgot." There were a lot of athletes there actually. Um, yeah, there are probably other celebrities in the room too. Yeah, I know Margot Chalmers. He was also in his jersey. Yeah, um, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, yeah, I really don't think I've had a lot of celebrity run-ins. I, Unless I've been intentionally meeting them there. I did this um, attempted project a few years back. I don't know if you remember this. I um, I got hit up by this production company. They're kind of like, we want to do some kind of project with you. This is pre-COVID. So, and I had, I think we toyed around with this idea. I was like, you know, we're, have, we're kind of building out these characters. What if this was pre-Middle School Maddox? We're like, oh, yes, what yes, if yes, I, yes, 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 we did this fun show where I played all the characters? I'm... I'm the I'm the mom. I'm the dad. You know, we've seen people do this for mm-hmm. do it online. This company has us up saying we have this idea. I'm like, I actually have that same idea. Let's let's see what we can do. So we go up to LA. We're we're doing calls with people. We're writing scripts. Like this is kind of legitimate. They're really these people do projects. We're we're gonna try this thing. So I go up to LA and we shoot um, a scene or two, and it's a little less legitimate than I envisioned, you know, <laughs> I don't know I mean, if I kind know of, the story's going. this guy's kind of just doing a handheld. Like it, it wasn't much, a le- it wasn't a level up from what we were doing already. Kind of. So I'm like, ah. okay, all good. And we, they edit this thing together. It's pretty cringy. And I guess they like shop it around a tiny bit. It kind of goes nowhere. And this, it was, uh, this was all headed up by this guy named Rupert Wainwright. And he was like, I think a long time kind of director guy in the industry. He had, directed some feature league films. Now he has a production company where they do a lot of kind of commercially stuff okay. and he's doing good, but he sounds like he would have been my rival in the 1400s uh, writing. Very case. true. Oh Very no. True. Is oh. that a, is a, is that a Rupert? He can wield a sonnet like the best of them. I hate that guy. Um, but you know, Rupert Wayne, very nice guy. I appreciate him. You know, they spent all this money and we tried and we moved on, whatever. Okay. We, you know, a lot of, a lot of behind the scenes failures. People don't know about all good. And then we're watching um, Disney Plus comes out. So this is pre-Disney Plus. Disney Plus comes out. We together with friends saying, this will be so exciting. Let's get together and have a movie night where we watch one of the Disney Channel originals we all grew up on. Okay. You know? Okay. Which, um, which as you can as you imagine you do with a lot of things you remember as a kid, you, we watched one and then we're like, let's not do this again. Because... <laughs> That's not good as an adult. Yeah. Movies oh, now are God. way better than this. But we randomly... Um, <laughs> This was kind of everyone put like their favorite as a kid in a hat, and someone drew. So this uh, this friend of ours, she put in the movie Blank Check. Remember this? Oh, some weird stuff. Hold on, vaguely, vaguely. Blank Check, and okay. so of course we're all kind of like, well, first she kind of gets reamed because like I mean, we're not gonna. I mean, there was clearly a like a top five, and we got John. We're not we're not watching Johnny Tsunami. We're not watching yeah. Brink. Where's motocross in this conversation? So we go blank check. We go, okay, that's we said this is how we do it. So we put it on. And if you remember, it was a Disney Channel original about uh, this young kid. They mistake. He somehow has identity get mixes up. They think he's 
supposed to like get all this million dollars. Macintosh. Macintosh. Like, you're Macintosh. He's like, yeah, I am. They give him a million dollars and he's faking. He's like, oh, what kooky things could we get into when this 12-year-old has a million dollars? But the people whose money it is, bad guys. So Ooh. they're coming after this kid. Uh-oh. We have a Home Alone situation where they, they just can't get this kid. Okay. And he's tricking this um, adult-grown, beautiful woman that he is this rich person. So he's on a date, 12-year-old, little 12-year-old actor boy with grown pretty woman. And he looks like a 12-year-old? And he's kind of like, yes. <laughs> and he's kind of this like liaison for Macintosh. He's like, Macintosh told me he likes you very much. And she's kind of oh. like falling for this rich guy, but... You're kind of saying, like, he clearly has a crush on her. That's cute. But she might like the little boy. And at the end, it comes clean. Listen, I'm not actually a rich little boy. And she's like, that's okay. You're still a cute kid. Kiss on the lips. Oh, right on his Macintosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the movie ends. And we're, uh, number one, we're all like, uh, someone will explain to me. Why you picked that movie? Yeah, <laughs> friend of ours, and she's like, I didn't remember it ended that way. I'm sorry, you know. And then those credits roll, and it goes directed by Rupert Wainwright, and you notice, and it. I go, what? Whoa, dude! And I'm telling everyone, like, you're not gonna believe this. I know Rupert. I know Rupert. <laughs> I spent hours with Rupert on calls. We made uh, weird videos together. I can't believe he didn't name drop blank check to you at any point. <laughs> and everyone's just kind of like. Cool, man. I mean, they don't know what to... They're not like, no way! That is so cool! You're like, guys, I know Rupert! And uh, I'm looking up his credits, and he's like... He directed a handful or so of movies, and I think he directed like all horror movies. Probably some you've heard of. Okay. And for whatever (laughs) one-off random reason, he directed Blank Check. And it just... That was... It was just like one of the funniest moments of my adult life, where I was just like... And that movie didn't age well, didn't did it? I mean, we liked that as a family. I'm Ooh. wondering why my parents had us watch that. It goes Rupert Wayne. I was like, no, way. let's go, good Rupert. guy. Oh, Rupert, check out his his horror movies. He's doing good now. Dang, that's awesome. That's so ironic. <sighs> that's so <laughs> ironic. That's crazy, man. Small world. Small world we're living small in. Small world. Truly um, small. Small small world. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. 
inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You got any other celebrities? Keep going. I'm impressed. That's probably my number one, Rupert, would be... (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number two, <laughs> number two would probably be you at this point. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah I mean, no you problem. saw me at Catch when mm-hmm. we went together. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Russell Westbrook was there at Catch. He, uh, they handed him his drink. He, he turned it over. Yeah, he could catch fine, but couldn't couldn't give it Ha-ha. away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was the story that popped in my head. And then we, I think Kate and I tried to watch another Disney Channel, and you're like. Brink was actually fairly fun to watch again. I think I talked about this on the pod, but they're good. They're classics, man. Yeah. Motocross. They're like, you can't compete because you're a girl. And then she's like, you know what? And then the girl turns out the girl was just as talented all along. Turns out girls and guys can both move their wrist back to accelerate uh, a motorbike. Yeah. Danica Patrick. Motocross paved the way. That's what Danica said in one of her opening interviews. She said... Conducted by Rupert Wainwright. (laughs) (laughs) He was there. He He was there. there. Mm -hmm. Huh. That's good. Then she kissed a little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Rupert, that's for you. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Don't watch Blake. Yeah. If you're, if you have like kids and you're like, this is, this is a show mommy used to watch. Just, you know, keep that in mind with Blake check because you can have some questions after that. I recently, me and my roommates were talking to, we, kind of a similar conversation, like old movies we used to watch. And <clears throat> I was telling them, I was like, one that always bothered me, even in the moment, I was like 11 years old. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. I remember the Air Bud, any version of Air Bud after the first one. First one was great. But I remember when he's playing baseball, poor dog has got a heavy metal bat in his mouth. And to bat, he has to face the opposite direction. He is facing the catcher and he just guesses when the pitch is thrown and just turns his head as a 180 and just makes great contact with the ball. Yeah. And he, he cracks it a uh, line drive. Like, like that collision wouldn't shatter <laughs> all of his teeth. It's preposterous. Yeah. I think we need to, they need to remake it, but realistic. Oh he connects yeah. with the ball and you hear. Oh! 
air butt <laughs> stick to basketball. <laughs> it's just a it's just a crime scene. Oh my gosh. They're like You take your base, take your base, he yeah. can't. <laughs> He'll never be able to eat again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean just maybe they're like, let's just try him just in the field. Or just like, in the field. Do you see Airbutt soccer? <laughs> For any whatever let's reason, go he, one wasn't one. he the goalie? <laughs> That was the last position you ever put him. Yeah, well, he'd be like Air Bud, solving the solving the pandemic, and it's he's <laughs> trying to he's he, trying to do the logistics of COVID nineteen. He's and, trying to get the vaccine out, supply chain management. Yeah, like, we supply, put Air I Bud mean, in charge. Let's get a little more relatable of an Air Bud here. <laughs> I mean, we all played sports as a kid, but you know, we've us who enjoyed that now are adults. Yeah, Air Bud climbing the ladder, and he's <laughs> he's in a cubicle. He's hustling. Yeah. He's staying after hours. He's very reliable. Airbud, DMing you on Instagram. You have a great personality. I would love to sit down and grab some coffee with you. Wow. Rodan and Fields. Directed by <laughs> Rupert Wayne. He uh he's making coffee for his boss somehow. Like, how's he doing this? He has yeah. no thumbs. Well, Unbelievable. You know, he's a good guy. He goes out of his way, he stays after, he brooms the floor. Cute little scenes. He's licking up coffee out of his mug. <laughs> you know. But uh-oh, climax of the movie, he has to go revisit his past company softball game. Oh, <laughs> he's trembling over there. You're up, bud. He's, he's just trying to get hit Burl. by a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. He's just crowding the plate. Stop crowding the plate, buddy. Get your, get your nose out of there. All right. Stop. That's hey. the strike zone. Come on. It's slow pitch. There's no hit by pitches. <laughs> he's just trying to get a draw a walk. Yeah. Where's the strike zone on this guy? Yeah. It's impossible to know. Airbud soccer. They made a bunch. Baseball, soccer. I think football okay. was involved. Football was ridiculous. We had some Tom Brady stuff going on. To pass the ball, they would just deflate the ball. I mean, yeah, to not, nothing. So that yeah. way he could actually chomp down it's on against it. the rules. He was out there in shoulder pads and a helmet, dude. It just looked ridiculous. Who? And there were like multiple scenes where they would just lay him out. I mean, they would full on tackle a golden retriever. He's sitting. He gets injured one time. This is the best trained dog in the world. He's injured. Just like the team is crowding around him. You guys got to look this stuff up. And then I saw a clip recently, too, of him playing volleyball. Do you remember volleyball? I mean, they got lazier and lazier as it went on. How many of these sports could they do? He goes to block a volleyball. His hang time is Jordan-like. I mean, they definitely just held him up there. Like, do you have the shot yet? Can you imagine getting these shots? Ah, but he's getting old. His paws are, like, kind of bent. He's just over the net, just staying there stationary. Just, the ball yeah. just rifles off of his hands. What a block from Buddy. Good block from Air Block. Oh, they're all amazing. You gotta watch them. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's he just gets crushed. And they diagnose him with CTE. You just get shots of him just chasing his tail. And... <laughs> he won't stop. Yeah, he won't stop. He fetches. He won't come he, back. He keeps trying to hump himself. Mm -hmm. We've never seen this. He's just scooting his butthole on the carpet <laughs> like this. You mean he took too many hits? This is what happens. Yeah. So just about the just barking for nothing, no reason. Dude, that might have to be a, a long-form reaction video. The Airbuds. Yeah. Because everyone knows him, but no one like knows him that well. How many are there, actually? Yeah, I want to go look at the names of them. Also, I'm going to DoorDash some launch. You want anything? <laughs> I'm good, I'm man. I'm starving. Do your thing. Airbud move. What are you going with? Also, I think Russell Wilson was just traded. Um, I'm going with uh, Longboards. Dude. Um, it's a cute little spot. Cute. The Airbud, I mean, the initial Airbud. Nothing got me good. When he's like, what you going to get? 
it. He just like sends him out into like the rail yard or something. He's like, go and never come back. Remember the pudding cups, dude? And he's like, oh, he got over his paws. Oh, and, like the pudding cups. Yeah. Or no, he got the paint on his paws, but it was also vanilla. It was vanilla paint and vanilla pudding cups. Very confusing. <laughs> he's eating the put the paint. Oh, 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 oh pudding. pudding, pudding. Okay. And then we went, uh, we went foot in this order. We, we went basketball, of course, the classic. Then we said, let's make nine more of these. We went, we went football. We went soccer. Golden we receiver. Bas- we went, uh, sorry, football, soccer. Seventh inning fetch. Baseball. Spikes back volleyball. We did air buddies. He's got, we've got a whole group of I actually puppies. watched that one. That sucks. I remember watching Snow that. buddies. Don't remember that one. Um, this is where they're being walked by attractive women. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, we threw Husky in the mix. Space Buddies. Oh, they went to space. Okay, so they're like, maybe that's not the sports things. Santa see. Buddies. What's that one about? A, little, a Christmas theme. Oh. Spooky Buddies. We went scary oh. there. Sounds like a Rupert we got a, Ooh, we have a beagle thrown in the mix. I think that's like them getting tested with uh, human medicines. <laughs> like, they're the control group, and they're uh-huh. like, let's throw in a throw in a beagle. Well, beagles, beagles are heavily tested on. They're too nice. Mm. Did you, you didn't know that? No. So this, I think that's the premise of Spooky Buddies. It shows them like they're like shove, like making them experimental eat mascara shampoo. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're shoving this conditioner up them. And... <laughs> Treasure Buddies. Um, there's a camel on this cover. It looks like they're the dogs team up with a camel. Good. Which feels animal racist in a weird way. Yeah. Oh, they're in the desert looking for treasure. Oh, we of course they a casted camel. a camel. They casted a camel for this. Oh my gosh! I want to see a camel, you know, in the suburbs. Camel, yeah. Camels, yeah. Camels not always in the desert. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Doesn't have to be. It can be in a zoo in captivity their whole life, right? No. Then we have Super Buddies, superhero. That was 2013. It looks like they finally called it, um, which is a shame. I like to see them keep going. Going. Yeah, they just do like Airbud, super like track and field, and they just get a bunch of black labs, and you're like, okay, All we right. see what you're doing. Yeah, come on. They go to do a boxing one. It's just Chihuahuas. Like, yeah. Guys, yeah. it doesn't have to be. They this are way. A scrappy people, but I mean, <laughs> this that doesn't have to be the case. Yeah, just you're trying to make weight. You're trying to go to a lighter weight class. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this way. It's like some Airbud, uh, Airbud. Business climbing the ladder. Yeah, yeah. They just get all these Jewish dogs. Yeah, <laughs> Jewish dogs, which are mm, schnauzers. <laughs> yeah, that was that actually I, that, incredible. That, yeah, <laughs> that I think that's the that wittiest thing I've ever right. said. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. Where's the buds, man? We need more Airbuds. There's a Airbud Air EDM festival. Airbud goes to Coachella, but oh, they're all pit bulls. Yeah, pit bulls. We need to because you know, they get a bad rap, and they yeah now they can a, rap. <laughs> they get a bad rap because they're not good at hip hop. Right. It's it's literally a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Be better. Be on beat. I like that. I think we're onto something here. Yeah. Airbud. Bring back Airbud. There's so much more untapped material. Untapped. You have a, you kind of look like Airbud. Thank you. Yeah, it's a compliment. I've been told my personality is like a golden retriever. Oh, really? Because I like to lick. <laughs> you never met a man you didn't want to lick. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Sparks was like, all right, that's probably good, buddy. <laughs> all right. Give you a two out of ten. This is weird. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? Sorry, now I'm thinking of other sad scenes in here, but remember at the end where like that guy, am I tripping or did, is, 
Airbud's original owner, was he a circus clown? Does that sound right? <clears throat> Okay, okay, interesting. So he's the bad guy, just because he's a clown in general. Oh, you're saying in the movie. I thought you went in real life, the it, owner. Of- he was kind of a part-time circus clown. It paid better than he thought, and then he would also <laughs> do some acting on the weekends. No, The, the movie. It, I remember this. I remember a clown outfit. And then, that's what I was going to say. So then Josh is, um, he takes in Airbud. He loves him. But it's like, uh-oh, who's Airbud going to stay with or whatever? And the clown is over there. He's got a roll-up newspaper. He's like, slap it against his hand. He's like, come here. Come here. You want to stay with me? Yeah, come here, boy. And then Josh is like, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Dude, that scene tore me up. I really thought he might go with the clown. Don't go with the clown. I was like, these animals are loyal. He's able to run a legitimate 2-3 zone, but he can't decide (laughs) to not go with this guy who's the sadistic clown look help defense is a different beast and he's got that down mm-hmm. but loyalty runs strong and you know come on buddy don't you want to shoot hoops with me the clown's come like come here yeah ah. buddy don't you want me to throw this ball off your nose a thousand more times <laughs> i bet that feels good you ever tasted what l'oreal tastes like <laughs> you want some cotton candy from the circus it's gonna be old spice flavored <laughs> We got some products to test. You ever, uh, you know, is there a move? I know there's a movement to uh, stop spanking your children. Is it, do, are people, are there some like non-spanking dog owners? Did you spank your dog? On the farm. Oh, all the time. Dogs got to learn. You know. You know <laughs> well, you did. Down it it felt like your child. You say, hey, don't do that. You give him a little. Yeah. Little, you know. You can go the traditional spank route. I like to, I like to bite their ear. You ever done that with a dog? Oh, you got to You yep. try to meet them on a species level. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes to to show my dominance. Mammal to mammal. I would I would <laughs> If I had to, dude. You would pop their back is what you're saying. I'd pop his back. That was the motion you were doing. I mean, I remember I had a teddy bear I tre- treasured and then I watched Buster just <laughs> disrespect it. Just desecrated it. <laughs> said, you know what? Okay, how about this? And so I took his favorite chew toy. And I just went to town on <laughs> And I looked him in the eyes. Parents and... walked in on me. They did not understand yeah. the point I was trying he to prove. He needs to learn. <laughs> Let the dog watch. watch. <laughs> and Buster never did it again. We had an understanding. Man, my we parents understand. did not understand, though. Mm-mm. I was like, look, we're going over Pavlov's dog. They're like, no more Air Bud movies. <laughs> You're getting too attached to the animal. Oh, man. Scientific methods really got a hold of you in class, yeah. huh? You're doing some weird stuff. Oh. Let the dog watch. Let him watch. <laughs> he needs to learn. It's been a good second half of this episode. <laughs> okay, enough. Enough <laughs> about, I guess. I did. I just shared on my story. A girl made a beautiful little dog song. Yeah. Share with the people how your original song went, or right, maybe give a little context to it. Just this huge TikTok, millions of views. Girls like dogs are everything. There's not enough songs about dogs, so I wrote one, and she was just like. I'm going to collect your hair so when you go, I can remember you. And people really liked it. She has a good voice. It's normal. Um, and so I was, I didn't know because people are very attached to their dogs. So I don't know if I should make fun of this or not because, you know, I don't yeah. hey. I've tried but to do luckily, some stand-up material on dogs and people didn't love it a ton yeah, like, because it was about my dog's dying. So that could have been it. But yeah, people do have like... Anyone else think it's funny when your dog dies? That was how the joke went. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, good. I don't have to walk in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Less hair for me to collect. And, yeah. <laughs> but the dog music, it's funny. If you've come to the show, you've seen the 
uh, video about the dogs we, we show at the, on the tour. And I, I make a joke about like, jokingly, like, you ever wondered why God, you ever wondered uh, why dog spelled backwards is God? Dude, less dog bless. Yeah, they're angels. And mm-hmm. in her, in this woman's song, she, she makes a mention of that. Maybe why it's God spelled backwards. So I thought it was funny. Because, hmm. yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not a joke. <laughs> a law spelled backwards is holla, which is something you can do to a dog. Mm. Down by the holla? Yeah, or it could be a place for the dogs hanging out. That's yeah. a great point. I never thought of it that way. Uh, but you made your own song on the piano yesterday. I took the day off, and, you know, I'm not Thank here, you. and you just you get after it. You do you some, know. some weird things. <laughs> things get weird. Yeah, tickle the ivories. Yeah. I did a bit. A yeah. bit. You know, we never know what we might come up with. I have I also wrote a fun little DiGiorno song, so Sweet. I may have, coming soon, I may have Amazon some choir robes. So. <laughs> Is this gonna be like a green screen? Just put like yeah, nine, of, nine yep, of you back yep, there. Yep. So sweet. Figured Backstreet Boy style. Mm-hmm. Sweet. What kind of choir robes? Like DiGiorno colored? No. Pizza themed. Yeah. Yeah. This they're red, dark red robes. I thought that would come across as angelic. It's <laughs> probably the best way. Yeah. To get across church choir. If the client's not happy with it. There feels a little satanic. We did don't you, love it. Did you can do a phone case again. You kind of go through phone cases pretty often. Um, I have a, uh, yeah, I'll share this. I was, uh, so I've gotten into a bad habit and this, I learned my lesson finally did because we're so addicted to these phones often. Sometimes when I go to the bathroom, well, when I go to number two, you always use it, but well, sometimes number one, I'll look at my phone. I'm like, I can get a TikTok in here, not creating one, but watching one. <laughs> Dude, lately I've tried to finish Wordle like while peeing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fun challenge. Yeah. But let me tell you why maybe you don't want to do that. Because okay. I was at a wedding. Um, first wedding in a year. had a blast for a good friend. And I was doing this at the urinal. And I may have dropped my phone as I'm getting out of my pocket. A little bobble. Oh, out of the holster. Uh, so luckily, these iPhones are waterproof. So I, I immediately go to work. I fish it out, which was terrifying. And I, you know, I shed the case. I'm running it through the water. I hit a little sanitizer. Phone works fine. We're good. So that is why I have a new case on it. Okay, because it's stained um, in urine. So, that's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I had a nice uh, case on deck. All good. I like that case. Thank you. That's a nice color. Kind of matches me. Put a new... Uh, do you do screen protector on yours? Yes, I cracked mine. I need to get a new screen protector. Okay, uh, do you have people... People be like, wow, cracked your screen. I'm like, I have a protector on it. That's what cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, psycho yeah. doesn't put one of those on there? No, they work so great. Lifetime warranty. Why yeah. would you not? It's very sad though, because I had everything off of it. I had a naked phone, and it is a sexy piece of equipment. When if you have if you have the control to just rock it free, do it. But I can't. I've got to fully engulf this thing in protection because I drop it sometimes in Europe. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've got to keep it protected, unfortunately, my myself personally. But I'd like to give a quick PSA to the fellows out there. I was standing in a urinal in a golf shop this weekend. And I was looking, and at the, the base of this urinal, we have a few things. We have the urinal cake, which I don't know if girls even know what it is, but basically there's like an entire birthday cake. It's called a cake? Oh. Like those things that are supposed to like smell good. They're called cakes? I'm That's an industry term. Wow. Almost sure. I never learned this. Yeah, you're welcome. For you and the ladies. My favorite are the ones that have the spikes pointing up. Dude, those do not work. Oh, they work. Oh, I feel like it just, it's peeing right back at me. 
dude, those just splatter like you wouldn't believe. I feel like the spikes do a good job. Anti-splatter. I don't know. Maybe I got a good stream. I like the ones with the smell, the smell ball in the middle. Yeah. The blue smell ball. Yeah, that works great. Um, Actually, I had an invention idea. We'll get back to what I saw in the golf shop, but an invention idea, like what would have been six years ago, to do, I was going to sell urinal cakes, like some that had Hillary Clinton on it and some that had Donald Trump on it. And just like each side would buy the opposite version. Mm -hmm. And that's how you would um, sell it. Like, oh, I'm peeing on Hillary. Do you get it? Should I explain it more? So the Republicans <laughs> would want to pee on Hillary. Yeah. And the Democrats would want to pee on Donald nice. Trump. But then I feel like you'd, you'd probably have a lot of number twos in the urinal. People are like, oh, I really hate this one. You would watch this. Yeah. For every dollar you made off the urinal cakes, you have to pay the janitor way more money because yeah. of what he's having to go through. Oh my God, what are they doing to these urinals? What's going well, on? We had a the elect people we had a particular event tonight, and they were <laughs> impassioned about uh, what they saw. Um, next big election. Oh, I am yeah. We'll capitalize. get prepped. Right? Yeah. We'll yeah. Get prepped. I think the urinal we'll cake sell industry. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for me, you can only sell. You can only buy them uh, right after I'm on stage, and then Trey's yeah. merch goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trey's kind of going the more traditional route. T-shirts, hoodies, mm -hmm. a beanie. Not me. Bathroom. Politicized um, politicized urinal cakes. <laughs> political uh, urinal things. Thinking? Yeah. So urinal cakes, urinal backsplashes. Um, like a like an automated sink faucet that doesn't work. And it has, you know, either face on there. Like, that makes uh, sense. They're not getting anything they done. They haven't done anything. Um, the, like, automatic... Paper towel dispenser is called like stimulus towels. You know, mm. people really like that. Um, where other people, it's like more of a, it's like a uh, like a spin class kind of thing. Like you got to work for your paper towels. Like you got to put in some some elbow grease. Yeah. You got to put a couple cycles in. All right, sweet. I get a paper towel right. for the working class. That's good. That's it. Cool. That's all I have right now. Yeah, we'll workshop that. Oh man, dude. Oh, what you were you saying? My, otherwise, about the doesn't matter. Okay. I set my alarm. For 3 a.m. this morning. Have you ever had to set your alarm letter? I didn't know they could make flights this early. No. What My, time was the flight? 5.20. 5.20. Phoenix. Those so early. Phoenix flights are weirdly expensive. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much went during spring break accidentally. Yeah, oh yeah. Flying out of Phoenix. Um, That's yeah, early. But it's like 5 a.m. here. So, you know, it's when I get up every day and <laughs> yeah. meditate for three hours. Yeah. I forgot you've been doing that. Yeah. You ever see these... See those videos on TikTok? I we've I've been following this guy. He's like, he wakes up at four, and he works. He he is this guy's TikTok. It's just like he kind of TikTok vlogs his life, and it's a fascinating watch because I mean, I'd last about two weeks, and I'd end my life. <laughs> he he wakes up at four, and then he like works out for two hours. Then he like meditates for an hour. Then he goes to work for ten hours. Then he gets home and. He like go oh, work a little more and is say it, say hi to the wife and kid and go to bed at ten and like you're one you're sleeping six hours a night that can't work. Does it seem real? Do people like it? Or are they like, oh, this looks boring? Um, I think some have gone viral because people are like, this this guy is a monster. But then I think some are you know they're just like, yeah, respect. <laughs> it's also very like, yeah. Does he not? There's no room. Like, what if his friend was like, hey man, you want to randomly come like? Go to a movie, he'd be like, Am I schedule? Can't. You want to see it? Dude, Airbud Ponzi schemes came out. You want to <laughs> come watch? And he's like, I can't do that. I can't. I have extra work I that I assigned myself. Yeah. 
Airbud Ponzi scheme. Some people are just very, uh, very rigid and organized. I, I don't know how I would be very upset by that. I'm pretty like routine, but most of these people who do these crazy routines, like, do they not have friends? When do they go do, do they, anything fun? Yeah, when they go on vacation, that's got to ruin them, right? Where it's like, oh, this is a different bed. This is a different routine. I normally don't meditate. To... Oh, what just happened to my right? Um, oh, little AirPod. Either way. Um, Oh, I will never be that person. I, you know, making the bed is a little tricky sometimes. Do I slept? I just thought of that. First night in Phoenix, I woke up. I was underneath the fitted sheet. How'd that happen? I've never done that in my life. I'm 30 years old. Wow, you got up in there, huh? In the middle of the night, I just took off the fitted sheet and got underneath it. That's a psycho move. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was... How'd the mattress feel? Clean? It was great. It was great. Isaac and I shared a bed this weekend. First thing he said this morning, he's like, Dude, we got to find out the firmness of this mattress. So first words I heard at three fifteen a.m. Wow, this morning. So I guess he slept really great. Enjoyed for it in two there. hours. All right. Are you a big hot tub guy? No, I am. Uh, for whatever reason, I I feel like more than the average person. I mean, if 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 a hot tub is one hundred two degrees, I just don't. Even, I'll dip my toes in it. It's searing pain. I yeah. think I can't handle. I don't understand it, man. Like we we've hot tubbed. We're like. Uh, if you've ever hot tubbed with ladies, not to brag, they hot. Danica Patrick, anyone? They're fine with hot water. It yeah. feels like for whatever reason. I mean, I I love a nice ninety-five degree hot tub, which that people are great. like, "This is disgusting." But one hundred and one. I mean, it's burning my skin. I get used to it. I I'm immediately sweating. I can't do it. Yeah, I do not. Every single night, the other three guys would go to the hot tub, and every single night, like burns your little skin. What? Is it because it's too hot? Like, do you just don't like it in general, or are you same boat? We're like this. I don't understand how you're in this hot of a pool of water. I I guess I just don't. Yeah, it's like it's so hot, and it's just like it's a strange way to hang out. I I don't. I'm not more comfortable in a hot tub than I am in my sweatpants and a recliner. I'm more comfortable in that setting. Yeah. I I just don't get the allure of sitting in the tub. Some people are just water people though. Because uh, uh, you well, like the pool. Oh. <laughs> I want a pool, man. I I mean, yeah. you get a pool involved. I'm that guy. I'm just in there. They're like, come, yeah, hey, come out of the pool. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Tell <laughs> me, give me one reason. I'm buoyant. Look, this your hands awesome. are pruny. What has that ever hurt anyone? No. Prune them up. Prune them. Prune me up, buddy. Yeah. I'm in here. I'm just swimming around. I love it. Yeah, you love water. I mean, a hot day with a nice, refreshing, crisp, cold pool. Swim it up. Prune me up. Prune me up. Maybe, uh, maybe this summer you get a above ground pool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I want I want Katie to think she's married to a raisin. <laughs> Prune me up every day, all summer. I plan to go to the pool a lot when I can. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. The house I just moved into, we have a uh, neighborhood pool that I live as close as possible to. I'm the closest house to the neighborhood pool. So I cannot wait for the moms I'm going to meet this summer. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Families of four. <clears throat> dads on the grill. Yeah. Dad's about to go oh, mow the, the neighborhood. What do you do? And you're like, let me show you my golf balls. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> not like, hey, not like that. Is that a doggy out there? Does he need a spanking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. You go back to the deep end. Uh, yeah. You're just by yourself just, just in there. It's great. Anybody else? A good neighborhood pool, man. I haven't been to a, a classic suburban neighborhood pool in since childhood. I'm so excited to just become part of the neighborhood. I mean, yeah, I've not really like I've lived in the suburbs 
in a few different suburbs, but I never lived anywhere for a long time and never really get, gotten to know my neighbors. But the pool is going to be my my gateway, gateway drug, my gateway yeah. area. I'm excited. That's the best way to meet your neighbors is uh, half naked, I think. Yeah. Dude, I used to have a joke in my set. I don't know if you remember this. I only said it about three times, and it was those first few comedy clubs. But because um, it's a true story, it was like I met the girl I was dating at the time in Hawaii, which is awesome. So I made I used to say some joke. I was like, fun part of, about meeting someone in Hawaii is you know they're half naked. The bad part about meeting someone in Hawaii is I'm half naked, and it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I like that. I couldn't get anything going. Hmm. And my theory, me being the prideful person I am, is like you know what it is. I'm probably too in shape. They probably, <laughs> they probably don't see why it's funny. Yeah, they don't. Let me let me just take my shirt off and try again. If you guys could just see my skin, I have some issues going. It's kind of splotchy, and it's not as trim as you think. Um, yeah. I really Shoot, let myself go. A, this um, some wonky stuffs going on over <laughs> there. I mean, look at the back knee. Turn around. Hey, hold on, <laughs> guys. Before I do this next joke, just look at this. All right, now kind of burn that into your head. Burn it in your head? All right. So All right. You'll, you'll understand. I was in Hawaii the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember the image? Remember what you saw? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're not letting me take my shirt off. So let's just say I have what doctors would call uh, a mother's nipple. Does that... Can you imagine it? Like a newborn mother's... All right. I'm just going to go into this joke. All right. That's my time. Because <laughs> I would give my shirt back. <laughs> I mean, that is fair, though. I mean, yeah, I feel like to make derogatory appearance jokes, you have to look really bad. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I like the way it's crafted, but I just don't, don't have a look. Maybe put on 95 pounds and work on some new material. <laughs> People are like, yo, what happened to Jake? Like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a method comedian now. Yeah. He thinks he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's actually Batman. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Are you guys extremely warm something's no. happening to me i'm like sweating i don't know what something's happening to me right now i'm so so hot you just have you eaten today no <laughs> you've been up I for think like that's 12 why. hours i've been up for a really long time i had a starbucks uh, fasting, muffin no. dude okay. yeah we're gonna have to get that is your food on the porch right now three to five minutes i think okay. I, t- I timed it perfect right when it gets on the door we'll go get it <laughs> um but yeah don't have energy to shoot a sketch right now, but fuel you up. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so warm. okay, we'll we'll I think we're good. We'll wrap it up. Um, oh. Get your tickets. We've we're if you pre-sale just got live for new shows. We're coming to a handful of new cities. We've got Wilmington, Delaware. We've got D.C., New York, Albany, Chicago, Burlington. Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. Yeah, the new shows. Just let me do the plug. You forgot Burlington. Well, that's those have been on sale for months. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, put fan myself yeah. off. Springfield, Illinois. Get your tickets. Uh, the pre-sale now. Pre-sale code is vibes are up because you know the vibes are up. Trakeinitcom slash tour. Um, and Jake will be there if he lives through today. <laughs> We'd love y'all. See you next week. Correct opinion. Correct opinion.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.